4,000 years ago, God gave Abraham and his descendants through Isaac and Jacob the title deed to the area we call the Holy Land. But not everyone believes the Bible is God's Word. Today, I want to give you 18 reasons why, even according to human law and tradition, the Holy Land belongs to Israel, legally and morally. But before we get to the program, here's our producer Kevin with an important message for you. Hi, I'm Kevin, the producer of Today in Prophecy, and I'd like to thank you for watching this week's episode. If you're blessed by this show, please consider subscribing to our channel. Once you subscribe, you'll be able to stay up to date with all our latest videos. Now let's get back to the program. I'm Tom Hughes. Welcome to Prophecy Update on Hope for Our Times. Does the Holy Land belong to Israel? Here are 18 reasons why it does. One, the nation of Israel has occupied the Holy Land at some level for 3,500 years. Number two, the Israelis did not leave the land of their own free will, but were forced out by other nations. And number three, they kept their unique Jewish identity even as they were forced into various societies around the world. Four, uh, they were mistreated wherever they went, became a byword and a joke. Six million were murdered by the Nazi regime. Five, no single nation controlled the promised land after the Jews were dispersed. A series of ruling nations took control of the area at various times. And number six, in the 19th, 20th, and 21st centuries, large numbers of surviving Jews wanted to return to the land that had been forcibly taken from them. And number seven, in the late 19th century, Zionist Jews arrived in what history shows was a wasteland. Uh, Mark Twain, among others, called it desolate. But Jews returning to their land turned it into something beautiful and productive. Number eight on our list of 18. The vast majority of Arabs living in the area migrated there after Zionists began transforming the land. They came because there was suddenly work and prosperity. And number nine, in 1917, the British government issued the Balfour Declaration promising a support for a Jewish state in the area then referred to as Palestine. Britain said it would put forth its best endeavors to achieve such a state. And number 10 on our list, the British took control of the area with the collapse of the Ottoman Empire at the end of World War I. The League of Nations granted Britain what was known as the Mandate for Palestine. Despite previous promises to the Jews, Britain set aside three-fourths of the area for what is called Transjordan. That was the area east of the Jordan River. And only one-fourth was set aside for Eretz Israel, meaning the land of Israel. That was to be the land west of the Jordan River. Jordan became an independent nation in 1946, and Israel in 1948. Number 11 on the list, Eretz Israel included Judea and Samaria, the area usually known today as the West Bank. Jordan took the West Bank by force during the 1948 Arab-Israeli War. And number 12, Israel took that area back during the Six-Day War in 1967. And number 13, the original two-state solution was Jordan and Israel, not Jordan, Israel, and Palestine. 
And number 14, listen to this. In all of history, there was never a nation of Palestine. And get this, number 15, when the state of Israel formed, Israel did not force Arabs to leave the area. In fact, the Jews asked the Arabs to stay. The Arabs left because Muslim governments told them to. They were told that Israel would soon be destroyed and they could return. This leads us to number 16. Palestinians fleeing Israel on orders from Arab governments went to those nations as refugees. They were placed in refugee camps and not allowed to become part of their new societies. And number 17, Arab countries began a program of persecution against Jews as a means of retaliating against the land of Israel. In 1948, 850,000 Jews lived in Arab lands. Today, there are fewer than 29,000. Most of the Jews fleeing Muslim persecution went to Israel, and it usually cost them all their material possessions. And finally, number 18, Arab countries caused the refugee crisis among Muslims and the refugee crisis among Jews. Arabs treated their people like criminals, putting them in horrible refugee centers. In Israel, treated their refugees like human beings, quickly integrating them into Israeli society. You know what? I could go on and on with this, but there simply isn't time. The most important thing is that God repeatedly said Israel would be dispersed among the nations and then brought back, and he said it thousands of years ago. That being said, the tiny nation of Israel and the Jews being gathered back to the land proves the Bible right once again. That means you can trust it. And not just to know what's going on in the world, you can trust what it has to say about Jesus and is dying for our sins. You can trust it as God's word, trust it with your life, and trust it with your eternal life. Uh, let me ask you this. Have you asked Christ to forgive you of your sin? Because the Bible tells us that there's no other name under heaven by which we can be saved than that of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you haven't asked Christ to forgive you, if you haven't repented of your sin, then you're not forgiven. And when you die, you won't be in heaven. Instead, you'll be judged for your sins. Listen, you don't want to go there. You want to be forgiven. You want to know that when you die, you're going to go to heaven. Listen, if that is you, then pray with me. Uh, dear Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner, but I want to be forgiven. Right now, I repent of my sin and unbelief and surrender to you as Lord. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And please visit the Know Jesus page at HopeForOurTimes.com to find out what it means to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Or if you'd like more information on this topic, go to our website, HopeForOurTimes.com. Until next time, God bless. Now here's our producer, Kevin. Thanks for watching and being a part of this week's program. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our new website, HopeForOurTimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date and well informed about the times we're living in. God bless, and we'll see you next time.